with a vision, where we discuss all things supervision. I'm your host, Sarah, professional counselor, marriage and family therapist, play therapist, eating disorder specialist, and cookie lover, with my co-host, Heather, marriage and family therapist, certified together in Texas counselor, a Texas transplant from California, and outdoor adventurer. Welcome to Supervision with a Vision. This week, Heather and I are talking about the changing face of counseling and the use of technology. This week, we read United in Uncertainty, published in Counseling Today 2020. Heather, what are some technology blunders that you've had since using technology in counseling? I think I've had all sorts of blunders. Number one being, I use a couple of different platforms. One of them crashed at the beginning, but it was a platform I was already familiar with. Mm -hmm. Switched to a different platform, and then I had clients that I've seen on both, remembering which platform I need for each each client. I wonder if that's a common experience because the exact same thing happened to me. I started out with one platform, then I wasn't able to use that one and had to switch over to another one, but I've that same juggle between the two. Right. Where do I see you? Mm -hmm. Not in my office. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's been tricky. Um, Another thing I faced is lighting. I'm not in my office often when I'm doing my sessions. Mm -hmm. I'm in a corner of my house that's away from all the noise. Mm -hmm. And depending on how much window light comes in, or the time of day. Mm-hmm. It's how much overhead light I need. And mm-hmm. then I was realizing there's a halo that happens against framed picture. I've had to change things around our bedroom. That's not necessarily technology, but lighting. Yeah, I hadn't thought of that. I have, and it has to do with the time of day and the room that I'm usually in when I'm doing supervision with a specific supervisee. More than once now, she has said, oh, Sarah, can you move a little to the left? Or can you, because I, I think it just glares and she can't see she my can't face see at all. Yeah. Right. You're, you're reflecting too much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've had a couple of times where I've dropped a virtual meeting Mm, um, or it freezes yeah who hasn't right and I think that can be frustrating probably everybody's experienced some of that lagging Mm -hmm. or get dropping a call and it's the worst right when you're discussing something that's really important or sensitive I was going to say something that's happened to me is it always seems to happen with teenagers or maybe they're just the ones that say something to me about it my face will freeze in a funny expression oh yeah (laughs) or uh, she's now off to college for several months she and I were meeting online and she would do this little silly dance if we were lagging or she oh. couldn't sing and she'd go lagging 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 right. lagging and I'm like oh please don't sing that song anymore please stop please stop me crazy <laughs> it would I know it was frustrating her which is why she was doing it right. but it would frustrate me too but I think that, that is true like our clients handle it different ways mm-hmm. most of my college group and even young I would say younger people that are used to technology glitches or Mm -hmm. they don't panic about it Mm -hmm. handle it in stride Mm -hmm. but I have a couple of clients that they get so angry if there's a technology problem it's anger Mm -hmm. and really strong frustration just Mm -hmm. different for each I have seen a lot of kids in less clothes then they would come to my office in. Yes. A lot of preteen kids, and I think they think they're, again, like you said, they're more comfortable with technology. I had a kid. She joined a session. I didn't know it at first. She had it camouflaged really well, just like she was sitting on her bed. And she got excited, and she got up to go get something to show me. And she had her blanket. Right. But when she did all that moving, I could see (laughs) she was wearing underwear. Thankful for that. True, I guess. (laughs) Didn't think of it that way. Or I had um, more than one kid 
join without a t-shirt on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've had a little bit of that. I just finished my workout. Thinking about clients that not are old clients, but older clients, and not not as, a, they're not technology natives. Right. I have a client that I know through a contract I had a long time ago with the senior mm-hmm. citizens program in the, for the city of Dallas. I thought, I'm going to get over to see her, see her in her house when we're not sheltering in mm-hmm. place. I'm going to go see her and with just enough time to help her set this up on her phone so right. we can use the app and then I'm not going back over there where I saw her again. Shelter in place was put right. into place and I thought, oh shoot, I can't go on right. there. Right. She has enough health concerns that that's specifically what I should not do. Right. She doesn't often have visitors that could help mm-hmm. her with that. Mm-hmm. This entire time, not ideal, we've just been talking on the phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Just hard. a normal phone line. Right. It is really hard. Even with the phone, she and I have miscommunications. Mm-hmm. We can't hear each other well. Right. It's really frustrating. It definitely is a time where we're all learning to be really flexible. Heather, what adjustments have you made that maybe you drug your heels or you kicked and screamed a little bit? You did not want to make these adjustments. I get pretty, I don't know, tight with my schedule at times, just normally. Mm-hmm. Three kids, mm-hmm. sporting events, different things. Sure. I don't do therapy on weekends right now. But as all this has ramped up, I found myself really having to be more flexible when, when I would see a client. Even recently, a college student going back to school mm-hmm. and working. Her schedule just didn't allow for anything else other than Saturday morning. And yeah, I can't do it forever. Right, but, for a limited time. Right, for a limited time, I can do it. I think I mentioned it before. I realized I was making a lot of exceptions for people being late, Right. people no-showing. Typically, there wouldn't be a lot of second mm-hmm. chances mm-hmm. or they would be charged a fee. Right. And I've gotten really flexible with that. But as everyone's gotten more comfortable, it has happened less. I've right. had to flex that rule fewer times right. because people are showing up on time, right. able to handle the technology. But I did adjust that. I think I'm having to be more thoughtful and mindful of the way I talk. If it's virtual, I, I'm more aware that when you, you say, um, and like, it's, Fillers. <laughs> it's hard to understand. It's hard. The flow of conversation is harder to follow. So I'm more thoughtful of that. And I think it makes me more tired at the end of the day. Yes. I think when you are so intentional about every single word you're saying, your brain gets fatigued faster. Mm-hmm. One of the exceptions I've realized that I've had to make with my clients is often they're seeing me from their car. Oh, yeah. And so that's a flexibility that I would have never allowed before, mm-hmm. but they need a private space and maybe their mm-hmm. house isn't private right now. So I've seen some clients from their car and that causes a technology problem if they're too far away from their Wi-Fi. Sure. I've done that. I hadn't thought of that as an adjustment. I still have a boundary there. Mm-hmm. I won't see a kid at the mall. Right. I won't see a kid at the park. Mm-hmm. I won't see a kid in a public place where confidentiality is not protected. Just have a kid and some sibling conflict. Uh, we started the session and we both realized it was going to be an argument. Right. The argument was already brewing. Right. Typically we'd be in my office and it just wouldn't be an issue. The kid, I mean, tried. You could see the look on their face that they were looking, where is a spot that will be mm-hmm. quiet and private? They ended up walking down the street one house and sitting um, next to a car in the shade. Okay. This is so sad. Right. This is but, not how it's supposed to happen. But it was private. Mm-hmm. It was away from the argument. Right. We started out reflecting on having made a good decision. Right. Have counseling. They needed a little private space and they figured it out. This has happened a couple times since we've been working so much telehealth is there's been arguments that have happened in the household that Mm -hmm. you can hear during session. I can hear mom and brother arguing during the sister session or I can hear mom and dad arguing before you would never know that would happen but Mm -hmm. it's so big you have to address it Mm -hmm. and otherwise you wouldn't have necessarily had to bring it up. Yeah, you wouldn't have caught that. Right. Maybe an advantage. Mm -hmm. If I'm thinking of adjustments that I made that I really didn't want to do, virtual. 
Yeah. I didn't want to do anything virtual. <laughs> no. Um, I think I kind of went through a wave of resistance mm -hmm. that I really didn't want to. And then I accepted it and got used to it and did it a little bit. And then I'm today, at least, right. I'm back to, I really don't like this. Stop. So, I don't like this anymore. Mm -hmm. It's not fun. I'm ready to just be back to normal. <laughs> Heather, what adjustments have you and your supervisees made to supervision specifically? You know, normally during any kind of length of supervision, I'm available for that hour, unless you have a client emergency or something pop up. But I have found myself being more available, checking in on something that we talked about in supervision. Sometimes it's me not waiting the entire week till I see them again. And sometimes it's them giving me immediate feedback. And I'm not sure why that adjustment has happened. Hmm. So for you, and maybe especially because you're typically an in-office person, it just doesn't feel as connected. Right. It doesn't feel as productive. Correct. Something that supervisees have brought up to me, they're uncertain of how to adjust or what to do. Networking. Oh, yes. Along with applying for or interviewing for jobs. Mm -hmm. They're not certain how to do that. It's not what they expected. Right. I was talking about providing referrals with a supervisee and they said, how am I supposed to know mm -hmm. any of these people? Mm -hmm. Like you're telling me, refer to people that you kind of know. Don't just look somebody, Google right. somebody and give a name that you Google, but you want to have a little bit of information about that person to know if they're a good fit. How will I know? Right. I think even though it's different and it's limited, all of my ways that I was previously networking are still there. Mm -hmm. I know there was a summer workshop a couple of weeks ago and they created an online way for people to chat and share information. Right. Monthly chapter meetings right. of organizations I'm a part of are virtual. Right. And they all they still offer some form of let's mingle, mm -hmm. share, mm -hmm. tell each other what we're what we do, what mm -hmm. we're working on. Different, but I think it's still out there. You just have to adjust. Well adjust and make the exception in your brain that you can do that. I know a couple of times mm -hmm. I've opted out because I'm like, no, not one more Zoom call. I'm done. A, a mental adjustment adjustment as right. much as adjusting to learning a platform. What adjustments have my supervisees and I made? And I realized I have a new supervisee who I have never actually been in the same room with. Oh, that's And it's never fun, happened. Actually. It's very <laughs> weird that I thought there's going to be a, an actual day where we have known each other maybe for months. Right. Where we actually see each other for the first time in the office. And they're going to be taller or shorter than you imagined. Mm, and they're maybe. Gonna, yeah. Know. There'll be some nuance that I didn't expect. Right. But I thought that's very weird. I think it's weird for them too. That how that's probably not the way they were taught to choose a supervisor. Right. Just through mm -hmm. emails back and forth mm -hmm. or a little bit of Zoom interaction. Right. Well, I know you're in your office sometimes, but I have a supervisee that I have met face to face before all this shut down. It happened kind of right as COVID hit that mm -hmm. she, she became my supervisee. She's never seen my office. She's seen me. We've mm -hmm. met up to talk about things, but she's never came to my office. Mm -hmm. so the other day she said something and I was like, oh, I'll remember to do your your meeting next time in my office so you mm -hmm. can see at least through camera what it looks like. Mm -hmm. She just We were talking about face and different ideas for how you set things up for your office to be both kid-friendly and then also adult clients. Mm -hmm. The supervisee that I have uh, agreed to work with recently, I did tell her to look me up. Right. When you look me up, there are intentionally pictures of my different Angles. views of my right. office. Mm -hmm. And that was one of the reasons I wanted her to look me up right. was to see what that looked like a little bit. I, do, I think my space reflects my personal personality. I think, so think for a lot of important. therapists it does. Heather, knowing these are adjustments, some of them we want to make, some of them we are kicking and screaming as we make them. What are some ways that you pump yourself up and get yourself ready to use technology and counseling? I'm better about giving my 
myself breaks. So I try not to see clients back to back, which mm-hmm. I always did in my office. I try and give myself breaks. So like that's one way talking with colleagues, especially the ones that I share an office space with, have a support mm-hmm. system built in a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's helped. Um, and then I try and give myself some some alone time, but whether that's a walk, uh, listening to a podcast, or if that's just me taking the dogs to the park to run, just something that's different that breaks up my day. See, you got this break. Mm-hmm. Similar to what you're thinking, I'm trying to break up my day. I always go to my office mm-hmm. for a session. I can't think of a time where I plan that I'm going to be at home for a session. Mm-hmm. If that happens, it's maybe a supervision mm-hmm. session. All of my clients still see me in, in the office. office. And it helps me compartmentalize, get in the right oh, headspace, yeah. get rid of distractions. Absolutely. That is a huge benefit. In fact, I'm incredibly jealous of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, something else that I know that I'm doing is I now my office does not look the way that it did before. I've like surrounded myself with creature comforts. Right. Those are str- like, on your spot. Mm, I have like a blanket, mm-hmm. pillow. Mm-hmm. Everything is now scooted closer to my chair mm-hmm. so that I can reach, reach it from yeah. sitting there. But I'm surrounding myself with things that are comforting, feel nice. Right get me ready mm-hmm. to sit in my chair. You know, I had a supervisee that did something similar, but she was sitting on the couch. Actually, it's a big overstuffed chair where her clients normally sit. Mm. And two of her clients commented like, oh, you're in that chair? Even though they're not in the office, <laughs> right. they told her she was, she in, the was in their chair. chair. Yep, you're in the wrong chair. Yeah. <laughs> um, on over. I think another thing I'm doing to, to get myself excited is I'm trying to be creative with the way you yes. can use mm-hmm. technology. Mm-hmm. So in the beginning, I try, uh, the kids and I tried out a bunch of background Oh, yeah. Just to your fun. Zoom call. Right. Or we'll chat mm-hmm. and talk. Right. Figured out some games to play mm-hmm. that we can be on Zoom, but we can also play the game. Right. Um, so I've tried to be creative in that way. It still feels playful, more playful than sitting and staring right. at each other on the camera. Right. Engaging, interactive, mm-hmm. something to look forward to. Right. But I think this is hard for me. From day to day, I think, nothing. I'm not doing anything that pumps me up for this. Yeah. Uh, it depends on my day I, of the week. I would, I would agree with that. And I think sometimes it's... It's who, how many clients I'm seeing that day mm-hmm. or what else is going on that day that's maybe not even counseling related, just mm-hmm. what's happening in the world. Mm-hmm. So we're all making adjustments in order to make the most of counseling and technology, some working in our favor and some <laughs> sometimes at least feel like obstacles that we're overcoming. Right. I wanted to mention that this week is our 26th episode. Woohoo! Does that seem like we've had 26 episodes? No, that's like half a year. I know. <laughs> I was surprised. I didn't realize we'd been doing it that long. So yeah, yeah. Point that out. Yeah. Uh, thanks today for listening to Supervision with a Vision. You've been listening to Supervision with a Vision. Head on over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Be sure to check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Therapy Academy to join the conversation and get show notes. We'll be back next week with more Supervision with a Vision.